Welcome to the Shalhaba Community Church Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by the following message. So we've been doing a series on the unshakable life. And I want to go just briefly back right to the start. Our unshakable life is built on the unshakable person, and that is Jesus. And the unshakable power of His Word. And we've been going to the different aspects of the unshakable life. And I just want to, just before we start again on another part of it, just wanted to bring us back that it's all about Jesus. That we need to come to Him, hear His words, and put them into action. And last week, we did the unshakable mission. We learned about how that we're all called to be a disciple. We're all called to go. And we're all called to live a life that is changed from our previous way to God's way. And today, what are we going to be talking about? We're talking about the unshakable family. The unshakable family. The unshakable life commits to growing in the family of God. And we're going to go through three parts of it. The first one is the unshakable family of God. It's a community where the foundation is Jesus. The second part will be the unshakable family continues the ministry of Jesus. And the third part is that it's all about the we, not the me. But just to kick off, I guess never before in, in the history of mankind have we been so connected through the use of social media. We, we know what's going on in everyone's world. And even with the, the smartphones and, and all the technology that we have at our fingertips, we can be so connected socially with people. And this morning I, I took a, a photo on my phone and I've, I've posted it on, on Facebook and hopefully you're on my list of Shell Harbour um, church friends because I've got different lists and I did it to prove a point and if you're not on my list then according to Facebook we're not connected yeah but even more importantly even if you are connected to me on Facebook seeing that photo that I took this morning when you go away from church this morning, you can check now if you like. Are you going to feel more connected to me by seeing that photo? I can guarantee you, no. <laughs> it's a great thing, but just because we can connect with each other in so many different ways, it doesn't mean that we're going to have a deep relationship. For all the blessings of technology, and there's so many. Oh, there we go. It's up there. I took this morning. Now, I don't know. <laughs> Do you feel more connected to me because of that? <laughs> I'm hoping not. <laughs> For all of Facebook and all its benefits, are we more content to chat with our friends over Facebook, over Wi-Fi? rather than over the coffee table. We were made for relationship. We were made for community. We were made to do life together in the flesh and not just in cyberspace. And I want to read a scripture to you. It's back in Genesis. Genesis 2, and God has just finished, well, I don't know if he's just, <laughs> but he's 
created the world. He's had a rest. Um, and Adam has gone through the process of naming all the animals. You know, God has said, you know, it's not, it's not good that man should be alone. And can you just think about that? God's created everything, heaven and earth. He's created all that we see around us in the natural sense. And he called it good. And yet, he said something's not good. Man was alone. We are not meant to do life alone. Even from the beginning of time, God said it's not good for you and I to be alone. So the Lord God formed the ground from all the white animals and all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And the man chose a name for each of the one. And he gave, them, gave names to all the livestock, all the birds of the sky, and all the wild animals. But still there was no helper just right for him. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into deep sleep. And while the man slept, God took one of the ribs from the man's ribs and closed up the opening. But before that, the Lord said, It is not good for man to be alone. <laughs> you and I were meant for community. You and I were meant to be connected. I'm so glad that Adam, <laughs> Adam couldn't find a, a good helpmate with all the animals. <laughs> I'm so glad that my best friend is not a wombat. <laughs> I'm so glad <laughs> that Adam was content with the animals. But God has created us for, for a relationship with himself and others. Therefore, we are designed to be in community. We are better together. And today, Jesus is still in the business of bringing his followers together. So if you join with me in Matthew, Matthew 16. And uh, Peter has just called Jesus the Messiah. And Jesus says something to, to, to Peter. And Jesus replied, You are blessed, Simon of John, because my Father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn this from any human being. Now I say to you that you are Peter, which means rock. And upon this rock I will build my church, and all the powers of hell will not conquer it. And I'll give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. And whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. Now that word church there in that scripture in the Greek, it means assembly or congregation. It's not doesn't mean just a building, it's an assembly of people. It's a it's a congregation of people. And so even in, in what Jesus is saying is that he will build his church on people. You and I, family of God. The church becomes the place for us to change because we cannot grow apart from community. Remember, from the beginning, God intended it for us not to be alone. As we get to know and to be known by others, we are shaped by those relationships within the church. So the church is designed to be one of our social, one of our main social communities. And I love what C.S. Lewis says. And he says, God works on us 
in all kinds of ways, but mainly he works on us through others. God will use people to develop you, to strengthen you, to encourage you. And most of all, he'll work through people to do his will in your life. So the unshakable family, the unshakable life commits to growing in the family of God. So the first point, the unshakable family of God is community where the foundation is Jesus. Ephesians 2, verse 19, Apostle Paul says, So now you Gentiles, which is you and I, we are no longer strangers and foreigners. You are citizens, we are citizens, along with all of God's holy people. We are members of God's family. Together, we are his house, built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. And the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. We are carefully joined together in him, becoming a holy temple for the Lord. Through him, you Gentiles are also being part of this dwelling where God lives by his spirit. Aren't you glad that God just doesn't live in a building? By His Spirit, He lives in you and I. You and I are His church. Many people see the church as a building or a worship service, but it's people. The church is primarily a people, not programs. In 1 Peter 2.5, it says that we are living stones that God is building into a spiritual temple. In 1 Corinthians 12, it says we are a body. We've been talking over the last number of years that we're all part of one body we all have a function we all have different parts to play different giftings we see that church is a community not just a crowd it's meant for deep relationships you can be linked to us on Facebook but that won't go deep you'll just know what we're doing socially and it's about spiritual family not just friends which we just read about in Ephesians 2 and the unshakable family places an importance on people, not events. It places on importance on people, not the building. It creates a sense of belonging, not isolation. And it places an importance on being a spiritual family, not just friends. We can have so many different aspects of our lives where we're part of things. You know, I, I look at all the... All the different activities that we can be involved in and one thing that I do most Saturdays is a thing called park run and there's different people in the church that come as well and it's a great sense of community but it's not deep <laughs> you can come and go and you say good day and you catch up and ask how you went how you, how you ran, how you feel but that's as about as much as it goes in church we go deep intentionally we don't we just don't want to be a, a social group we are a family we are a group of people that together are unshakable that together we do life the good times the bad times the in between times as we invest in and commit to community we'll find a deeper experience of who God is and we'll discover where we belong. I'd encourage you, if you're not belonging to a connect group, this is an even better way of becoming a part 
of a deeper relationship within God's family. Many great new connect groups and existing connect groups. If you don't know what groups there are, please, out in the info counter, there's, there's connect groups there, or check out the, the church website, and that'll point you into the, to the right direction. So the unshakable family. The unshakable life commits to growing in the family of God. Which leads me to my second point. The unshakable family of God continues in the ministry of Jesus. From 2 Corinthians 7.8. Apostle Paul said, This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. If you're in Jesus, you're a new person. The old has gone, the new has come. The old life has gone, the new has begun. <laughs> and all this is a gift from God. It's the grace of God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of res- reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sin against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So... We are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we would be made right through Christ. Wow. You are God's ambassador. You are his representative. We are to continue as a group of people in the ministry of Jesus. We do this by worshipping God together, helping one another grow in our relationship with God and to reach out to others. We spoke last week about the Great Commission. It is the Great Commission, it's not the Great Suggestion, that we are to go and make disciples. We are to continue the ministry of Jesus. We firstly become a follower of Jesus we deny ourselves, pick up our cross, and we go and do the same. So the unshakable life commits to growing the extendable, extending the family of God. And my last point is that the unshakable family of God is about the we, not the me. It's about us, you and I together. We are better together. In Hebrews 10, 23 says, Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his returning is drawing near. You know, God can be trusted, his promises can be trusted. Matthew 11. Jesus says, those who are weary, come to me and I'll give you rest. He's promised that to you. John 14, Jesus said, my peace I give to you. That is his promise. So many other promises. Mark 16, again the Great Commission. And he told them, go into all the world and preach the goods to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved. They're Jesus' words. Anyone who believes. That's a promise from Jesus himself. 
anyone who believes will be saved. So again, Hebrews 10. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that David's return is near, drawing near. So in order to be a part of the church, it requires our thinking to be more we-orientated than me-orientated. So what does this mean? Taking this scripture, we're going to stir each one up. We're going to stir each other up in a good way. <laughs> Provoking one another to love and good deeds. We meet together regularly, whether it's on a Sunday morning or throughout the week, catching up with people one-on-one in a group, connect groups, socially. We meet together. We encourage one another. No one ever died from too much encouragement. <laughs> no one. And also, we focus on one another. We did a series not long ago on the one another's. Remember that? There's over a hundred times in the New Testament where it says one another. So we honor one another. We encourage one another. We pray for one another. We serve one another. We accept one another. We teach one another. We need one another. We are better together. Ephesians 1, 2-4. Therefore, I, a prisoner, for, a prisoner for serving the Lord, this is the Apostle Paul speaking, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, for you have been called by God. Always be humble and gentle, be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the Spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. For there is one body and one Spirit, just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. One of our values of of our church is that we are one family united in Christ. In our church, we believe in respecting each other, honoring one another. We defend each other. We defend the church against division. We love each other. We are a united family. The unshakable church, the unshakable life, the unshakable family is about the we, not the me. And just to finish off this morning, I was thinking, what are just some key characteristics about an unshakable family? You can have a good family. You can have a great family. But what makes an unshakable family? I had five, five keys. First one, a good family will intentionally spend time together. That's a good family. You know, you'll, you'll dedicate time. It'll be a, a priority. But an unshakable family will spend time together in the Word. Now, that doesn't have to be in a, a formal sense. That can happen through a whole different way of going about it. It can be, you know, parents, kids. It doesn't have to be all in one one-hour session. It can be five minutes here and there. But the Word is a part of your family. So just as you spend time together as a family, bring the Word into it. It doesn't have to be a formal Bible study. You can just get out one scripture. What does that mean to you? What does this say? 
What is, what is Jesus saying by this? What does the Apostle Paul say by this? An unshakable family will intentionally spend time together reading the Word. Another one I thought about. A good family will talk about what's going on in their lives. There's communication. They're talking. There's, there's interaction. We know what's going on. There's, there's not isolation. But an unshakable family talks and prays about what's going on in their lives. If we go that one step further and pray about what's going on and giving all those things to God, that's what makes it unshakable. A good family will play and laugh together. An unshakable family will play, laugh and cry together. Through the good and bad. Doesn't matter what's going on. It's easy to be a family when everything's peaches. But unshakable, when things aren't going so well, that's when sometimes you can get real connection. Don't be afraid of those times. Those times is when we can draw together, draw near, draw close to each other. A good family will model themselves based on the values of the parents. So in other words, a good family, they're just not letting their, their, the standards of the home dictated by what's on TV or what's coming in through social media or through um, the schoolyard or through workplace or, or through friends. The parents are the ones who dictate what the values of the house is. But an unshakable family, an unshakable life is based on the values of Jesus. So we use the foundations of the word. We use the foundations that Jesus has. That's what makes an unshakable family. And the last one, a good family will have a home that is welcoming. Welcomes. But an unshakable family welcomes the presence of God. In other words, God's presence. You can draw on God's presence in your home for whatever you need. So as the, as the music team come back up, I just want to recap what we've been through this morning. That we can have an unshakable life. It's built on Jesus and his word. And that foundation is Jesus himself. And we've seen over the last number of weeks that as we let Jesus and his words come into our lives, those foundations go deep. Those foundations will be tested. There's, as it says in, in where the, Jesus told the parable about the, the, the two men that built the house and the rains came, the floods came. But one was built on the rock, which is Jesus. The other was built on sand. And so the unshakable life commits to the growing in the family of God. Right from the word go, right from the beginning of time, God said it's not good for man to be alone. We were made for a relationship. We were made for being a part of the church family, which is an unshakable family when it's built on Jesus. So we are better together. The unshakable family of God is a community where the foundation is Jesus. We continue the ministry of Jesus, and it's about us. It's about the we, not the me. Would you bow your heads this morning? Heavenly Father, I thank you for this great group of people. Lord, I thank you 
that you sent your son Jesus for every single person in this place that you desire us you love us and we're so grateful for that God I thank you for this family God I thank you that you don't just want it to be a social group a group of people that come together and, and just go surface but Lord that you, you're calling us to go deep with each other Lord that you desire for us to, to do life together Lord that as a group of people we would be unshakable together Lord that as the good times and as the bad times meet us all Lord I thank you that you are with us and that in you we have all things thank you Lord that this church is a church which goes deep Lord that wants to know more about you and Lord I just pray for every person here Lord I just pray that Lord your spirit would rest upon them this morning and Lord that they would have a sense of belonging that they would have a sense of connection in this place Lord I just pray for friendships Lord I just pray for friendships that would blossom in this place. In Jesus' name. I pray for connections. Lord, when people would be able to go deeper together. In Jesus' name. Lord, I just pray that this morning, by your Spirit, Lord, people would be connected. In Jesus' name.